Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It is Wednesday, July 1st. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And we'll go on and get through all of the less important stuff. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. You can go check it out. New layout, new everything. Go do yourself a favor. Check it out. And then do us a favor and tell us what you think about it. What you like, what you don't like, etc. we got some new posts up there already. So go and check it out. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, Social media platforms, etc., are all over there. If you are not already subscribed to the show, if you're watching it right now, go do that thing. Hit that subscribe button. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitch. We're on Periscope. Hit the share button. Of course, all these call to actions, right? Do all these things. And then once we get done with that, if you're listening to this, that means you're listening to the podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe there as well. Leave a nice five-star review. Chris, it's been a very long day. I am so tired. They they seem to always be that way now. Yeah, it really it it's getting it's getting worse. It's <laughs> but we did make it to July, and because it's July, I, first off, first off, Matt jumps in on YouTube. He said, "What's up?" For anybody that is watching the show live, that little blue box that's in the bottom left hand corner of your screen is our chat box. Any platform that you're on, Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. They will all jump into that spot right there. They're all going to populate in the same area. So you can talk to whoever you want to. Everybody can help drive the show. Matt is asking, is there a show Friday? Yes, we're planning on having a show Friday. So I'm off work, but I ain't off from the show. There will be sports news going on. We're going to have something to talk about. Even if it's just a short one, Chris and I will be here. We'll be doing something. So if everybody wants to hop in on Friday, we'll be here. Don't know what time yet, but we'll figure that out. <laughs> Matt said I'll stop by. All right, sounds good. Are you? Is Matt going to be in town? You better wear a mask. That's all I I'm think saying. he was saying stop by, like check in. Uh, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe Either he's coming way. in town. Hey, if he's coming in town, cheers to that. Stop on by. Wear your mask. You can hop on the show. We'll do it to it. Again, jump in the chat if you're watching. We will do it. Yep, Matt's in town. That's what I'm talking about. Good deal. All right, so back to what I was saying. It is July 1st, and <laughs> Ben already jumping in with the Akron Wadley stuff. Before we get to Akron Wadley really quickly, here's the deal. 
It is July 1st. This is Bobby Bonilla Day. Now, Chris, would you like to explain it, or do you want me to kind of go through it here? So in 2000, Bobby <laughs> Bonilla played for the Mets, okay? And I believe they owed him $5.9 million. Oh, yes. That they did not have. The owners of the Mets couldn't scratch up just a hair under six mil. So they agreed to postpone all payments of him until 2011. From 2011 till 2035. 2035. Yep. 2035. They will pay him. $1.19 million a year every July 1st. So he had to wait a decade to get his money. But in the end, instead of getting 5.9, if he diverted it, then they would pay him over $29 million. The best contract that has ever been drawn up in the history of sports agents. I believe Bobby is the one who proposed it as well. Yeah, he, I think his, so I went back, well, I haven't watched it recently, but I've, I've watched it basically every July 1st for the past yeah. however many years, and his agent is the one that brought up the idea to Bobby. To divert then, the money. And then Bobby said, so I wouldn't get paid for 10 years. And they said, exactly. But, but you guaranteed the money. But you would make like, Five to six times as much money. Well, no, you're going to make a lot more than that. Well, I guess maybe not. Yeah, if you're owed $6 million, you get up getting 30 Yeah, it's five times. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ben said, is this a holiday? He said, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Matt yes, said, it, I, I it's think. It's definitely a holiday. So, today, first thing I checked this morning, Twitter, wake up, have it, yep. open it up, see what's going on. And... A guy that I halfway really enjoy following and halfway just find super annoying following did the did the thing that really pisses me off. If Bobby Bonilla would have taken the $5.9 million and invested it all in Amazon, he would be worth over a billion dollars today. Yeah, that's if what you decided in 2000 that you were going to invest it in a company that nobody at that time had ever heard of. Hang on. No, people had heard of Amazon. Amazon was around in 2000. Yes. You know what? They were just now starting to sell that's college textbooks. That's what I'm saying. That <laughs> is it. Any financial advisor tells you to take all $6 million and invest it in a startup that is only selling college textbooks and used books would be shot in the head and thrown out in the street. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would like, do that. Yeah. Who in the hell... Would I mean Facebook wasn't invented then? It wasn't a thing then. Like that would be like trying to invest. Well, if you would have invested it in something that was magical that didn't exist, if you could predict the future, yes, I would be far more than a billionaire if I could predict the future. Dan Ravel. Yes, Ben said there's a lot of people who could have done that and been billionaires. Hundred percent. Yes. Matt but said, I'll uh, tell you this. I'll ahead. take. I'm not. A, I'm not an investment guy. I don't know anything about investing. I put a little money away. A financial advisor. I hope he don't steal from me. If he does, I know where he lives. So, um, you know, <laughs> I'm Italian, and I'm not afraid to use resources. Uh, but, but no, it, I don't know that world. And so, yeah, if someone told me I'm going to give you six million dollars now, or I could give you thirty million over twenty five years, but you got to wait ten to get it, I'd say. All right. 
All right, and if I die between now and then of ever getting that money, as long as my family gets it, because you know I live day to day, then that's yep. fine. Yeah, believe that. As long as you don't get to keep it, I'm okay. There you go. No, I I'm think, good at I math. Good. I'm really good at math. <laughs> ben said, did Chris just say he's a mafia man? No, he said he's no, Italian. No, 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 Those words never came out of my mouth. Now, he's Italian. There's a difference. There is a massive difference. Matt said, I think Bernie Madoff was involved, too, because of the Mets investing with him, obviously. Yeah. Well, that's why and, they were broke. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian Holmes said, hi, so when will the preseason start? Actually, we're about to dive into that. Uh, before we get into that, though, Ben said, what's up, guys? Did some research on the Akron Wadley situation. I don't think he's a total liar, but there are holes in his story. But we do know there is a problem in Iowa City that needs to be solved. Sorry to get you off track here. I, I'm glad that you jumped back in because uh, Ben did send me some links with that. And, uh, and yeah, like I, I get where people would be a little iffy on widely coming out with these allegations, especially two weeks after the other ones. Um, but, you know, we don't know if the way he was treated is what made, or what made him act that way, et cetera. So I, I always tend to just kind of let the facts come out and then we'll figure it out as we go, right? So... Uh, Damien jumps in. He said, what's up, guys? He said uh, he would have been better off investing it in McDonald's for a free lifetime of Big Macs than invest in Amazon. At that point in time, yeah. yeah no, nobody thought Amazon was going to be what they are. Darren Ravel yeah. is a, a buffoon. Fool. He is sometimes entertaining, <laughs> but fools often are, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I enjoy the little nuggets that he tosses out every now and then. But I, do sometimes, too. I do, too. That's why I don't, yeah. don't want to hate on him, but I really don't like it when people do that. If you would have done, if I could have seen the future, then I, I assure you, I would not be sitting right here. No, you're right. Both of us would be millionaires, and we would have a much nicer studio setup than we currently do. So, I bet we'd still be I doing might the not show. Be alive right now, if I could have seen, if I'd have made that kind of money back then, <laughs> there's no telling what I would have done. Oh, who knows? Not who knows? Alive. Let's uh, let's dive off of this. Let's jump into NFL talk. Oh, the, I don't want to. I know, I know, but it, it's big. we got to hit it. The NFL, uh, it was rumored, and now it is no longer rumored. They have announced that they are trimming the preseason from four games down to two. Week one and week four have been scrapped. The league is expected to announce the move tomorrow. Uh, let's see, Ben said, are you guys moving back to the studio, or are you going to stay like this? No, we're, we're going back to the studio. So, we'll, we'll be doing that today, uh, not today, for the quarantine it's just the easier way to do it. So we just do it as soon as both of us get off work and uh, and we're fired up, ready to roll. As far as the NFL stuff, the move was driven by two primary factors. First, teams who will be playing preseason games on the road won't want to move that many people. Second, given that no teams had on-field practice sessions in the offseason, coaches would rather have the extra time to work with their teams, and that will happen if they don't have to worry about two extra preseason games. Already, the Week 4 preseason game is worthless, or more accurately, less worthless than the other preseason games. So it's really only the loss of one preseason game. At, look, starters and whatnot don't play in week four. They just don't. So I I think, you know, we, you and I kind of expected this to happen. Like, this is not a surprise. Um, but what was a surprise is that happens along with the NFL not having a supplemental draft in 2020. They canceled the supplemental draft, yeah. So it says, although the collective bargaining agreement gives uh, – or provides for the possibility of a supplemental draft each year, there is no rule requiring it. It started in 1977 and is intended for college football players whose eligibility status changed after the deadline to enter the regular draft. So, um, 
Last year's supplemental draft saw one player drafted. The Cardinals spent a fifth-round pick on safety Jalen Thompson. This is... the. How do I want to put this? This is not massive, massive news, but it's pretty big when the biggest company sports-wise in the world is canceling things. So that was my opinion. Yes. The Hall of Fame game didn't concern me a lick because it is an extra preseason game, and I know they don't like four. They, no one cares if these two teams get five, all right? Yeah. And the Hall of Fame is a ceremony. It is is it is pageantry, but it is not necessary for your sport. And I fully expected that to be gone. That didn't concern me. We're altering the season. We're altering the preseason. We're altering um, the way teams utilize and build their rosters that's when I start getting nervous. That's yeah. when I start getting worried. I I sent you a text today. I believe this. I said when I'll, I'll, I've always said this. I've always believed this. As soon as, as soon as God starts altering things and canceling things, then I'll get really worried. The NFL in America, in the world of entertainment, in the world of, this isn't just, just business. I believe these NFL teams control the cities in which they live. If you don't believe me, look how much those cities who are hurting for money all the time, still use city funds to fund these stadiums. They are God. When oh, yes. they start canceling things, that that's that's when I say, okay, all right. This might not go the way I want it to. Yeah. It's I'm I'm not I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy, I'm not happy at happy all. Either. Um because I think that this means that we we might we might see some alterations. <laughs> ben said, "Are you still taking the over?" I'm losing all. I'm I'm stopping all action and assuming all those are loss. Yeah, Damian jumps in. He said, "NFL is going to be canceled. Trust me. If they cancel the bye weeks, Pro Bowl, Hall of Fame game, and now the preseason, it means it's not going to happen this year." I don't think that's what that means. They they are canceling the the things that are I think not we're necessary. The season. I think they're going to start the season. I yeah. don't know how long it goes, and I don't know what it looks like. I think they are dead set on starting. Yes, I believe that because they, I mean it's it's the same as college football. There's too much money to be lost here. The difference is is these guys are professionals, yeah. and they can contractually put language in about COVID where college students don't have that luxury or freedom. Yeah, that's the difference. Now you're you're dead on with that. You are dead on, and you know I mean obviously we will see what happens. But I it, this is not this ain't going in the right direction. I'll say that. And so no. I I will still take that there will be some fans in the stands. But I think I, that, I think I think if they have games, somebody will be in the stands. I don't know the capacity. I don't think it'll be sellouts like I originally thought. The NFL just would not care. I could be wrong on that. They might say, "Look, we're going to take precautions when we get to this point." But once we start live play, it we're might doing be, it. Yeah. They, they might just cut it out. So, with that said, we'll jump off of the NFL because that is just too much negativity for me. And we'll move back over to the NBA. Now, yesterday, we had all of our negative NBA stuff where uh, may, they may not have the rest of the season. They may just cancel. They may blah, 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 blah. Well, here's the deal. The price tag 
for them going down to Disney World. You sent me this this morning. $150 million. They are paying $1.5 million a day to have 22 teams blocked off from the rest of the world. And I think it's a deal. Like, maybe I'm crazy. But I, I, well, I mean, yeah, I think if they can get this thing off, finish the season in the playoffs, they'll make your, I mean, you said it best this morning, they'll make double that easy. Yeah. And, and they will. They'll make double that if, if they can, if they can make this thing work. They absolutely will. If, if they get the playoffs in, they will 100% do that. Um, they're playing eight regular season games and then the playoffs. Um, the NBA said, uh, the Orlando bubble costing the NBA more than $150 million. That's more than $1.5 million a day to put on, not to mention all the lost revenue they have from not being able to sell tickets. Here's the thing, though. Uh, even without tickets, everybody in the free world is going to be watching. Yeah, the NBA. advertising dollars are going to come just pounding in. Yes. ESPN and Turner are going to make fine off their deals. Yes. Uh, Adam Silver said this. He did an interview with Time on Tuesday. He said, it's not all that economical for us to play on this campus. It's enormously expensive. Obviously, we don't have fans. I should have mentioned earlier, so we're not selling tickets. But as I said, we almost see it as our duty to find a way that we can still provide the sport of basketball to our fans and the broader community. This is how we're going to do it. This is not a sustainable model over the long term, that's for sure, at least based on the way that we've conducted our sport historically. Uh, well, of course. You know, you, you, want, your <laughs> you want revenue from from ticket sources, from home games, from all that kind of stuff, of course you're going to go back to that model. But for yes. right now, this works. Uh, Matt said yes, Disney... This is not as profitable as that. No one expects it to be as profitable. No, no, not at all. Matt said Disney just said uh, they bumped their ticket prices to $2,500 to make up for lost admission revenue. <laughs> and then Damien uh, said... Yeah, uh, anybody who thought Disney was expensive to go to before, yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel, I feel like... If I'd have done the math, I was wondering, are they getting off cheap? $1.5 million a day? I need to know how many rooms. I know what I paid for my room. Let's do some math here. They, they might have got a group discount. Uh, I, I would, I'd be willing to bet. I'd be willing to bet. I mean, they rented out three of the best, uh, you know, condo, not condos, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. what resorts uh, that they have. Yeah, resorts, yeah. And then they've got the arenas and then all that. And, and then they're having to pay Disney for it's these people for, to stay yeah. in the bubble. Yeah. Like, well, and the food, the food and everything. I mean, Disney's providing all that. I mean, oh, that, yeah. that's all part of the deal. Damien said, I really don't see any sports happening if the second wave keeps spiking up rapidly like it has been doing. Well, here's the thing, Damien. The deaths are down. The hospitalizations are down. Like, we don't have the same ICU problems, all that kind of stuff that we had to begin Hospitalizations with. Hospitalizations are up, but people aren't being admitted and staying long terms. They're right. getting turned around the same day. Very few people are staying overnight in the hospital. That's a massive thing. That That's incredible. Yes. Yes. Look, I don't know nothing about nothing when it comes to science and medical stuff, okay? Like I said, not a doctor. Used to play one when I was little. This, what they were, people were dying in droves. And now, four months later, you come in, you get a shot in the ass, and you go home. And it's not that we have the solution. We don't have the... Oh, God, no, no, no. I don't have the answers, and they don't have the answers. But at least what we're doing now to fight this thing is better than what we used to do. Yeah. I mean, we, we've it got... It is marketably more improved now than what it was, yes. what it was in March. 
Well, so I mean, yes, the biggest difference. Of people are going to the hospital now. The biggest difference is not that there for 14 the days. older people, the elderly people, are not getting it as easily because everybody understands to stay away. Stay like, away from grandma. Yeah, yeah. Mama look, and Papa get to get to just have some peace for a little bit. Learn to use Skype. Learn to use FaceTime. That's that's what we're doing. So we've done it for a little while. Matt said there are three levels of money. You go to Disney every year. Uh, you go to Disney once. Or you've never been to Disney. So, I don't know where I fit in that. I've been to Disney four times. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where. So, I'm not at the point of every year, but I've been I've been a few times. So We've been three, but we've been three in three years. Uh, now, we are not going for the next two. That is a definite line in the sand. Yes. This past one was daddy cashed in and blew it all. And that was. <laughs> we went over it, the birthdays. We took them out of school. Yep. And. Now, and you were out for the Super Bowl. I, I missed the Super. Well, I caught the second half of the first quarter. Yeah, and the rest of the game. I missed the open pageantry. I missed a lot of the first quarter. Yeah, then I caught the rest of it. There you go. But you, hey, you were in Disney, so doesn't yeah. matter. It is what it is. Uh, Matt said it's people with other medical conditions that it took out. Everyone is on alert now. Yeah, hundred percent. Ben said, or there's the people that uh, just visit outside. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see the, that. The, the, the scary thing for COVID is people with pre-existing conditions that don't know they have a pre-existing condition. Right. Like you could be walking around with some crazy autoimmune system and you see a few like symptoms of it, but you don't know that they're a big deal. And you go to the doctor and even the doctor treats those symptoms because they're like, ah, oh, no big deal. We'll fix this. We'll fix that. And they treat it excuse me, and and come to find out you've got this crazy autoimmune issue and you get COVID and it could kill you now. Like, that's, there's a, there is a scary unknown to, a lot of us are walking around with weird shit going on in our bodies that we don't know about. Oh, yeah. And, and a lot of that's because not all of us are great about going to the doctor. I know I am, I'm one of the worst. My wife is one of the worst. We just feel like, I'm going to suck it up. I'm not going to the doctor. I don't need to go to the doctor. We'll get to like, let me treat this. You know what? I've got inflammation here or I'm hurting here and fix this, fix that. And let's move on. Um, and I never actually go get checked out unless I'm the same. It, it's a point, And I think it's those types of people that might have something underlying and we just don't know it. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Uh, just to, to stay off well, we're gonna get off topic momentarily. Did you see what I shared out on Twitter earlier? Uh, no. Uh, the flu virus with pandemic potential is found in China, so it's a new strain of the flu that has the potential to become a pandemic that was identified in China by scientists. It's carried by pigs. Oh, it it's a new H one N one. Yeah, it's. it's I a, didn't hear. I didn't see you share it out, but I have. I have seen Doctor Drew talked about it today on Adam Carolla's show. I listened to that. Yeah, it's and. Uh, H1N1 PDM09. These bastards have to stop breeding, like, doing... I don't know what they're doing to animals to make animals put shit in the world. We gotta stop it. Yeah, it's... uh, I don't know how to fix that. Maybe veganism's the answer, and I'll just cry myself to sleep every night, and life won't be worth living. Maybe so. Maybe so. (laughs) So, the NBA spending a ton of money. Hopefully, we will get a good product. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get a product, period. I mean, we'll see. Um, 
Ben said, uh, ah, hold on, hold on. We got a bunch more. Matt said, the government's giving us vaccines via the masks. Good, yeah, okay. <laughs> ben said, when you finally, uh, Ben said, when you finally go, uh, you find out you have stage four cancer. That's what's scary to me. Uh, Damien said, if people are on alert, why the hell are there still people walking around outside like it's normal without the damn masks? Is, uh, if everyone is alerted now, shouldn't we all be wearing masks instead of walking around like idiots? Look, there are people that will forever be idiots, and there's nothing you can do about it. It just is what it is. I know when I go somewhere, whether it, if I'm going through a drive through line, I've got my mask on. And people can laugh at me all they want to, but if so I'm I interacting... I don't, in, I don't wear it in the car, okay? I'm not doing No, no, no. I, I don't wear it in my car unless I am interacting with somebody. So, and that's it. Like, if I interact with somebody, I got a mask on. Real simple, right? And and I'm not around anybody else. So, I yeah. probably ain't got it, but... You really don't see anybody else. I'm out in the ethos. I see lots of people every day. Yeah. And it's... It, I will say this. Like, I go to grocery stores. I go to the gas station, something like that. There's a lot of people just stop wearing where, masks. Where we where we live, you're you're very much right. Is is very much not a mask community. It's uh it's ridiculous. So, um, I know that there are a lot of places like Pennsylvania today announced that uh, everywhere that you go in public in the state, you have to have a mask on, or you will face a fine. You will face punishment of some sort. Uh, we'll see what happens. I I think now they did that ordinance in Memphis as well. I'm about to say. So we'll it's, see. It's here. It's not an olive branch. It's not an olive branch where we are. But uh, but yeah, uh, Matt said humans and pigs have very similar immune systems. Pigs pick up a flu strain from other animals, then it mutates to pass to humans. Yeah, this is scary. I don't like this, Matt. Oh, I love pork. Yeah, I love yeah, I love pork, but I, I don't I don't like uh, flu pork. I'm I'm out on pig flu. Well, no. Whatever. No, I mean. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, let's jump back into, uh, I guess we can call this NFL. Maybe this is more pop culture at this point. But I will discuss with you Jay Cutler again. We talked about him last week. He was absolutely fantastic on his Instagram. He was out looking for a chicken serial killer. And today, got him. breaking news, he caught the bastard. Got him. And it was a raccoon that was ripping the heads off of his chickens and just leaving them in the chicken yard. 
Now, yeah. Now that is Ooh. so. I didn't know. I didn't know the. It wouldn't have been a snake or an owl or a hawk if I'd have known they were just killing them and leaving them. It probably wouldn't have been a coyote or a wolf either. Everything else eats it. Yeah. Raccoons are just mean, and yeah, it just wanted to kill it. And vicious. Vicious. TMZ put this out. It said, uh, Cutler had been dealing with an unknown menace that was ripping the heads off his beloved birds, and he devoted his retirement life to saving his chickens. The week-long saga took many twists and turns, including traps and overnight stakeouts, with pretty much the entire nation on the edge of its seat to figure out who the hell was offing the chickens. But Jay can finally get some sleep because he has officially discovered the culprit, a damn trash panda. Oh, he can't <laughs> sleep until he gets it gone, until he kills it. No, 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 here's, here's the thing. He said, all is well, happy to report it was a raccoon, Cutler said on Instagram Wednesday morning. He said, it fits the evidence. Chicken heads were ripped off and bodies were left in the chicken yard. Uh, gruesome stuff, but the reality of the situation, the ladies are now safe and sound. We can all sleep well for a few nights. He said, so is this the end of an era, and can we all go back to worrying about bigger issues? Yes, at least for now. He said, unfortunately, I'm sure this raccoon has some family members. While the saga is sadly ending, I'm sure there will be more. Stay tuned. So I, I, um, I enjoy TMZ. This is good little, stuff. little dealings with with raccoons. Uh, it was probably this past fall. My dog Maui. You've probably seen him jump on me and attack yeah. me. I was wondering if he was laying around here ever at all. Um, has a tendency of getting out of my fence, and by getting out of my fence, I mean we don't leave the fence open. And he's not really a digger. Um, he will bite the bottom of the plank of the fence board and you've got the bottom beam that's about hmm, eight inches, 10 inches off the ground. And he's strong enough to where he can just snap the bottom part off and he'll snap about three or four off in a row and be able to get under it. And he does that when there's something behind our fence in our backyard that he wants to destroy. And uh, one night he got out, I'm chasing him down, trying to find him. And I actually realized, oh, he's at the front door. And his entire chest is just covered in scratches. And his eyes are just gouged bad. He ended up being okay. It was all surface level. Uh, that is the attack of the raccoon. Yes. And he is a big old pit. Now, that raccoon did not survive that attack. But, uh, but, but there are many more back there. My... Very country um, brother that is a hunter outdoorsman could live in the wilderness and survive for years says, I have some raccoon traps if you want them because you know, there's more out there. I'm like, okay, what do I do when I catch them? Because you don't want to just release them. No, you shoot them. You shoot them but I don't have a gun that I can shoot it with. Like I, I live in a city. I can't just pop it. Okay. And his response to me now, you will veer, you'll realize a little bit about my childhood of who I grew up with and live with. He is much tougher than I am. His response was, is you have a hammer, don't you? <laughs> this thing wrecked the chest of my dog. How in the hell am I even going to hit it with a hammer if I was manly enough to kill it with my bare hands and a hammer? <laughs> That's, I don't know. I don't know. So I never went and got the got the traps because I was terrified of how am I going to kill this thing? I have a firearm, 
but I can't shoot it with a shotgun because I have neighbors. I live in a subdivision. Ben said, uh, Ben said first smart dog. And then he said, you bring them to the river. And then Matt said, no country for old men style. That's I don't a great know movie, that, Sadly, I have not seen that movie. Oh, you have to do seen. that. You've I know that's insane. Yeah. Um, I did think about going and getting an air rifle because that I could shoot because it's virtually silent. And, uh, so I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't kill him. And he yeah, just, just go get you a pellet rifle and, and use that to handle all the, a uh, the pellet gun is not going to kill a raccoon. Uh, you got to get one of the, the big ones. Like not, well, not the little rifle. toy guns. You know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get an air rifle. I'll shoot a 22 yeah. and kill it. Joseph said, Matt is banging on bacon. Uh, hashtag Cat Williams. He said, it's still delicious. No imported bacon and we're all good. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Damien said, like I said before, and I'll say it again, you mean to tell me Cutler can get his head in the game to chase a damn chicken killer but couldn't find a way to get a damn Super Bowl? Screw you, Jay Cutler. <laughs> Man, we got somebody that is hurt about Jay Cutler and the Bears. Man. He's uh, the best quarterback they've had in my entire lifetime. Yeah. And he didn't get to, to the Super Bowl. It. There's a lot of teams that didn't get to the Super Bowl. I find him very likable. I don't know why I, I find guys uh, that most people detest likable. I always liked him. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I like him more in retirement than I did when he was well, playing. this, I wish we could see more of this. Yes. Than- well, now that he's got an Instagram, I think we'll probably see more. Uh, Damien said, Jay Cutler is the next Inspector Gadget. And let's see. Ben said, why does Jay Cutler look like he's never slept in his life? He That's- definitely looks like a dude that lives off of nothing but... Cigarettes, Cigarettes and, and coffee. <laughs> yes, he sure does. I uh, mean, we all have that uncle that we think like sleeps one every three days. Yep, watches way too much TV and that's about the world. That's that's Jay Cutler. Uh, ben said, "Bring the raccoon to someone you don't like's house." So if you ever no, find I'm out, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not hey, that kind of guy. I can't do that. All I'm saying is, if your financial advisor ends up actually stealing from you, well, now that's a different situation. Yeah, I know where that do. son of a bitch lives. Yeah, that. Now we're having a different different talk. <laughs> uh, Joseph said, Matt wants Chris to go 300 movie on a little raccoon. And, uh, and then Matt said, it's the diabetes. So, <laughs> I'm not, I am not that guy. I am no. not that guy, man. Uh, yeah, oh, Matt, Matt yeah, I've, I didn't read this one. Matt uh, told you to use a spear. Yeah, so I don't own a spear, Matt. I don't know if you know that or not, but <laughs> I'm not... I'm sure you can find something out in them woods behind your house. I'm sure you can find some my, kind of my sharp. My issue is, is this is not my forte. I'm just not <laughs> that kind of person that I could. Here's the thing. These animals are vicious. Like he talked oh, yes. about how it just, they kill to just kill. Like if they catch your cat in the neighborhood, like they're going to murder your cat, not to eat it, not to feed their family, but just to do it. Yeah. Just, just because. to be a son of a bitch, man. Yeah. The raccoons are, are awful, awful things. Awful. They look Damien, cute. Damien said, go their, Rambo, like, damn it. That's like their defense mechanism is they look cute. <laughs> yes, that's 100%. Really horrible, horrible little things, little monsters. Yes, they certainly are. We talked about how vicious owls are. Yeah, these are these are there. Yeah. So, here's what it is. Let's, uh, let's dive into a little college football talk for the end of the show. Okay. I'm a little excited about this. Um, North Carolina gets a recruit from five-star... Uh, five-star cornerback Tony Grimes. He is out of Virginia Beach, Virginia. He is an absolute stud. He's a top 10 kid at all of the different recruiting services. I think ESPN's got him number six. 247 has got him super far up there. 
247 has got him number seven overall, number one cornerback in the country. And he is the highest rated recruit that North Carolina has ever gotten. Now, this makes two five stars in this class for Mac Brown. He's also, they're up to number three in the, uh, in the official rankings. Um, I mean, this is, this is big time stuff. This is big time stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I take that back. He's the number two rated recruit behind Marvin Austin by, by very little Marvin Austin signed with Carolina in 07. Um, and he was the number four overall player in the composite rankings, but this is big time stuff. Uh, I was doing a little digging last night. I found out Mac Brown is actually just a few months younger, or no, a few months older than Nick Saban. Yeah. Mac Brown was born in August. We've talked about that before. He looks really old, but he's but he's not, and he, and he is old. But that means just these other guys that look younger are old as well. Now he he brought in some recruiters on his staff, and he yes. built his staff almost perfectly. Dre Bly, who he, was a cornerback at North Carolina way back in the day, we talked about this when he got hired there. His staff was the most perfect thing that we liked about yeah. the hiring. We didn't like the Mac Brown hiring. We might Wait, have been wrong. That, I know I didn't. I'm not going to speak for we you. Were, we were I weird didn't. about the, the staff, remember? Because it was but Jay I, Bates, the defensive coordinator from Army, and it was, yeah. uh, uh, what's the guy that was at Ole Miss? Phil Longo, uh, Longo. from Ole yeah. Miss, who ran like an air raid kind of thing. And then you've got Jay Bates, who was used to playing defense for about 20 minutes a game at Army. So <laughs> Yeah, it, you're right. You're right. It's like, where are the other 20 minutes going to be? Because Phil Longo's only used to having the ball for 20 minutes, and Jay's <laughs> only used to playing Defense for twenty minutes. So right, that's right. We didn't like this hire at all. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it was. It was it weird. I'm trying to give myself a little more credit. But they got some recruits. Yeah, they got How some is this working at, because they because the rest of the staff is filled with guys that can go out and get kids. Bottom is this line. a situation where they just broke open the bo- the wallet? Well, Joseph actually jumps in and says, "Is Nike making big quote donations to North Carolina?" Dot 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 again. Uh, trust me, if North Carolina. We're getting don- our donations. They would be using that on basketball. Like, no, that's- well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that at all, man. Because football is where the money is at for the school. Well, I'll you, say this: Listen, if I feed football and I help them get good at football, I don't have to pay for basketball as much. That's that's true. You might because be right they about have that. Their, they generate their own money, and then at some point in time, I can stop feeding the machine. This because is because the machine gets big enough to feed itself. Damien said, is Adidas investing in North Carolina? Nope, that's a Jordan brand school, brother. That is a Adidas. Jordan brand school, yeah. sir. Adidas sure ain't got you know nothing to do with that. But, uh, Matt said, Petey Pablo, raise up. Take your shirt off, spin it around your head, spin it like a helicopter, all that. Yeah, believe that. So, here's the thing. You and I have talked about this. We've talked about the sleeping giants in the sport of college football before. North Carolina absolutely fits that bill. There is a ton of talent within four or five hours of that yes. campus. And yeah. it was just... They've just never been able to get it. Yeah, it's... Uh, are they ever... And, and Matt Brown was the only one, really, that was able to do anything with it before. And then he left and went to Texas. Sure. And then Texas got done with him. And they and, and Matt didn't come back. And nobody would give him a job. He wanted to come back. I remember he was up for a ton of different jobs. And nobody really wanted him. And he didn't really want to go to some of the smaller places. I totally understand that. But he gets back in. The boosters already know him. It's all the people that were the money people for the program before, and 
he's got this thing kicking again. Remember, Larry Fedora won 10 games, I think, in his first season there. Uh, they, they I have thought talent. Larry Fedora was going to be the shit at that school. Yeah, we, we both thought that. And Could and, not have been more wrong. Well, here's the thing. Remember, he, he had like two or three straight years of just devastating injury luck. I mean, they lost a yeah. ton of guys with injuries, and, and then he was blamed for it. And obviously, the results are what the results are. You gotta right. you gotta do something. But uh, Larry Fedora, now the offensive coordinator for your boy down at Baylor, um, you know, I mean, we'll see. I think Larry Fedora will be fine as an offensive coordinator. But man, I'm telling you, uh, Ben said, is there a correlation that UNC's uh, basketball team sucked this year and the football program did well? It depends on what you mean by did well. I mean, they went seven and six. So, and they are the hype team for this year. That was but, a hell of a lot better. I'll tell you this. That 7 and 16 was a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Oh, yeah. We both thought it was going to be complete garbage because it was uh, a, yeah, a I was shift in everything. Wins. I mean, that's a, that's a big difference. Uh, ben said, is there a money shift there? Uh, Damien said, is Space Jam 2 going to be filmed there? Space Jam 2 was already done in L.A., my brother. L.A. Uh, I, here's – this is a sleeping giant. This is going to – this class that's coming in for 2021 – is going to be massive. They're number three overall right now behind Clemson and Ohio State. And it just keeps getting better. They got two five-stars. They got 11 four-stars already. And the majority of it is local kids. Like, it's all guys from North Carolina and the surrounding area. That's the biggest thing. There's always been talent over there. And over the past two decades... Yeah, everybody they go to Clemson, has come in. Some go to South Carolina, they yeah. go to Georgia, they go to other schools, but they're not going to North Carolina. And now that appears to be the shift. There is a coaching staff there that the kids love, the kids respect, and they're going there. Uh Matt said you predicted UNC's rise a few years ago. Yeah, we we talked about it, but it never came to fruition with Fedora. I, I didn't believe it. So, uh now we we both I mean, uh, we've already said it. We both thought that Mac Brown and the coaching hires that he made were not a good fit. But, oh, Ben said they went to NC State for a while, too. Yeah, and now Dave Doran is in a whole mess of trouble because, I mean, you go 4-8 and eight or whatever it was they went last year, and they don't look much better this year. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, now, we'll say this. I don't expect North Carolina to be some 11-1 and one type of team this year. They're not there yet. But... You know, all these recruiting classes are usually two years away. Yes. So sophomores and freshmen don't you elite level guys three to four a year for the whole all hundred and thirty schools show out. Yeah. Uh don't forget also last year North Carolina, they had nine different games that were decided by one possession. So I mean a, a coin flip and they weren't even going bowling last year. So is what it is. Matt said the cheating scandal wrecked them. They were a top 15 then. Yeah, it, the Marvin Austin thing, all that kind of stuff that was going on, uh, players getting paid by agents, whatever else. Yeah, that was kind of a mess. But they were still able to pop back up with Larry Fedora and win 10 games, and, and they went to the uh, ACC championship game and all that. So we'll, we'll see. We are in year eight of the ACC having 14 teams and having the Atlantic and the Coastal divisions. The Coastal has already round-robined everybody into the title game. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens this year. So, uh, I don't know that there's really a favorite. I mean, obviously, we're going to do our football previews once we get into August. Um, by the way, everybody go to sportsbookreview.com. 
That's where we're going to be doing all of our stuff this year for college football. Winning Cures Everything still going to be around for anybody that has that question. We're doing our NFL, NBA, all the other sports will be right here. College football, we're working for sportsbookreview.com. Uh, Matt Miller said, people that doubted Mac Brown were stupid. He's energetic, fun, and a great coach. Well, we also thought that he made incredibly bad hires for his coordinators, and we thought that he was washed up. He's 68 years old, and he had already been through it at Texas. He had already been through it in North Carolina once upon a time. You don't typically see the guy come back around and build it back into a powerhouse. That typically doesn't happen. But you're right. Kids love this guy. He, he's got this, you know, father figure type of aura about him, and he just loves on kids. And today's society, maybe it's not so much the hard ass as the guy that's going to love on you. Yeah. So, you know, we yeah, we can admit we might have been stupid about this, but it looks good. You know, North Carolina, the, the sleeping giant is is waking up, it looks like. So, uh, Matt Miller said, as a UT fan, he just got bored. The stint at ESPN rejuvenated him. You agree with that? No, because the whole time he at, at ESPN, he wanted another job. He just yes. couldn't get one. Yeah. And then he finally got in with people that already knew him and told him, hey, if y'all hire me, I'll come in and clean it up. You know, you don't have to keep me around too long because I'm getting old. The, the the coaching hires shouldn't work. Like, yeah. nothing about them makes sense to where they should work. They do. Yeah, it is working. Uh, Damien said, I wonder which famous rich person paid UNC under the table to get their child to cheat on their test like all these other colleges. Uh, I mean, this is a, a state school. So. Oh, yeah, you don't have to cheat to get in North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, it's, is- don't get me wrong. Like, their academic standards are pretty good, but you ain't got to cheat to get in. However, I will admit, that is likely going on everywhere, right? If... It, You've probably donated something or whatever to get your kid into a school that their test scores Listen, probably said they shouldn't have gotten into. We disagree there. None of these state schools, anybody's cheating to get in. They'll take anybody's money and they'll accept anybody. Well, but that, see, that's the thing. I don't think it's cheating. I think it's just you know we'll take your money and it doesn't matter. You don't even need donations. You just yeah. you just pay for tuition. Or you just don't get any benefits. You don't get a scholarship because you don't meet the requirements. But you can pay to come here. We'll let anybody in that wants to come. Matt said, you only have to cheat to get into good schools. Yes. I think North Carolina is a pretty good school, though. No, it's not. No, I mean, I understand not. they had the academic scandal and all that, but, it, you know, I think it, you think, it, you think it's that not was as good as Duke. It's not as good you as Wake You think that was just like a once-over? No. Probably not. Probably not. All right. That's going to wrap up today's show unless there is anything else that has broken, and I'm no, not seeing anything. I don't have anything. Wonderful. All right, you guys in the chat, you know how we do. We appreciate you guys very much. Share the show out. Tell your buddies about it. Uh, We definitely appreciate you hopping in and helping drive the show every single day. Matt closes us out. He says, yeet. And we will probably see Matt in person at some point this weekend or maybe on the show on Friday. So uh, with that said, go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sportsbookreview.com. Do yourself a favor. Go get informed. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, Share the show. Leave a nice review on the podcast. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And we will see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.